Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Rivero, your host, and today we've got a very special guest who's going to be talking about LinkedIn. But before I get into that, just a quick reminder that we do have a resume template for those of you that are out there who want to rebuild your resume and really get ahead of what recruiters and hiring managers are looking for. And that resume is available at the Canadian job search forward slash resume. Download your resume today with video guides on how to fulfill it out. So you can be ahead of your competition when it comes to your job search. Today's guest is Katija Qureshi and she's going to be talking about LinkedIn. And I love this topic because I've seen this explode in terms of what people need to do to be successful. So please help me welcome Katija to our podcast. Hey, welcome Katija. Hello all, thank you so much for the invitation, John. It's a pleasure and thrill to be here to share with your audience about LinkedIn opportunity. It's such, such a hidden gem for business professionals. I'm, it's my pleasure to be here to share with everyone how they can explore LinkedIn for, for better opportunities, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And actually, you know, some of the backstory between us is, I think we initially met on LinkedIn and then we met at a live event and then we reconnected because of LinkedIn. And, and this is the power of having a social platform like LinkedIn, especially for job seekers and, um, you know, who are going through that process and really want to know, you know, does it really work? And uh, I'm letting you know, because of that connection that uh, Katija and I created, you know, I, I forget how long it's been. It's been a few years now. I, yes. You know, here we are together actually talking about it because, you know, we've been able to establish and maintain that relationship. So Katija, Hi. so, you know, one of the things that I know a lot of our audience members are thinking, does, does LinkedIn really work for job search? Okay, um, that's is one of a favorite questions of mine, uh, which comes usually frequently on different platforms that that I interact with job seekers on. Um, so basically, uh, I have been serving job seeker audience, primarily newcomers to Canada, pre-arrival immigrants, and transitional job seekers. So, whatever I'm telling right now, it's what I hear from them. So basically, one of the challenges job seekers have that uh, Khadija, we are not able. To to tap the hidden job market. Like um, those of you who are hearing the word hidden job market for the first time, basically hidden job market is, um, uh, it's where the position gets filled because of your trusted recommendations or, or introductions by people who are within the company or basically simply to referral. So um, in terms of numbers in North America, 80% of the jobs gets filled up through trusted recommendations. So basically 80% is the hidden job market. And then the 20% is the published job market where the job seekers apply through usual means of up, up, applying online, which, which, which is basically predominantly visible through website, through company website, websites and other job search websites. So basically one of the challenges which I hear job seekers say that Khadija, okay, we realize that there is a hidden job market, but how to crack the code? That's where LinkedIn comes in. So LinkedIn is a perfect answer where you can meet people, uh, people, I mean, the professionals, the decision makers who can help you uh, making it uh, in cracking the code into your ideal uh, job company for that ideal job, job title. So basically, uh, LinkedIn is a by far uh, top 
choice of professional networking, professional targeting, and B2B business to business uh, collaborations, basically. And LinkedIn is no longer uh, a bridge between a job seeker and uh, an employer. It's more than that. It's basically a community hub where you can network with the right industry specific people. So coming back to the challenge of a, how to get in front of right people and do that relationship building and nurture that relation to tap or to earn that referral to tap that 80% of job market. So LinkedIn is a beautiful way which job seekers can connect with the right people, invest time to nurture relationship, become the trusted partner and earn a referral and introduction. Like I had my clients, it was so many clients, it has been an eye opener for them that how they can use LinkedIn. And uh, just recently, one of my clients got a, a referral uh, for a first time contact, they nurtured she nurtured relationship with and she landed her first job here in Canada. So what I'm trying to say is that LinkedIn is a beautiful platform for job seekers to connect with right people, not only connect, nurture relationship over a period of time through value mindset. I will talk about value mindset probably later on, but answer to your question, John, is LinkedIn is a beautiful platform um, to tap the hidden job market where right now a lot of job seekers, they are not tapping it. They are all concentrating on the saturated competitive 20% of published job market. So I would suggest everyone out there that in right now during pandemic, when there is so much of competition, so much of competition, you have to really put up your marketing tools, your job search tools uh, to stand your, to stand out in front of decision makers, use LinkedIn to nurture relationship with the right industry specific people so that they remember you whenever that opportunity comes up in their in their company or in their first or second degree connection so linkedin is a beautiful platform to nurture relationship another challenge with job seekers um, face and and I, again i hear from them that Akhtija, um, we don't know who to connect with. So after mm. realizing, okay, uh, we have to use LinkedIn, um, how, how do we connect with the right people? Again, it, it, it goes back to what are your, your goals? What are you targeting? What is your ideal job, ideal company that you want to work? What is that ideal job title that you are targeting and it start from there you you do your research you identify the people in that space and you start connecting with 10 people not 100 people let's say 10 people and do quality networking so uh, so uh, again there 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 are so many opportunities uh, but i will just suggest two right now to keep it brief uh, that use linkedin to connect with the right industry specific people because right now that's where the attention is uh, i'll just share a few quick numbers to validate the mind because again mind look for numbers uh, in august linkedin um, global audience of business professionals was 707 million people business professionals in october linkedin released its number this has increased from 707 to 770 million people like within a matter of few months the numbers have increased so much um, the content creation rate of professional like content creation i mean uh, people who create posts and who engage with people basically on LinkedIn, that was just 1%. But this has increased to three to 5% means professionals are coming not only to listen passively, but also to interact through their post and engagement. 
And if we talk about the passive uh, content creators, um, passive, uh, basically who just come to read. So that number has also increased to 47%. So the passive lurkers, I call that they just come on LinkedIn to learn <laughs> and, and they just see the content. That number has also is also 47%. So what I'm trying to say with these numbers, two job seekers get on LinkedIn right now because that's where your um, audience attention is but do it in the right way with the right impression so that's a brief answer to your question <laughs> no absolutely yeah brief i don't know brief but what i could tell was yeah. there was a lot of passion in there because i know this is yeah. a space that you spend a lot of time uh you yeah, and i both yeah. know you know and the truth is you know, people might think, oh my gosh, you're like, that sounds like a lot of work. How do I get to that? <laughs> uh, but 47% of passive people inside of LinkedIn, that means people are reading. So people are going in there yes. and there's really yes. a good opportunity. So the yes. question, and, and you know, if I'm listening to this and I'm going to say, Katija, but you know, I don't know where to start. What do I do? What's the first thing I should do when I get into LinkedIn? What would you recommend or what has been some of the things that uh, you would recommend to people? Okay, a uh, few things and few uh, tips that I would say. Um, first thing, because I have experience of working with beginners, because I'm an online LinkedIn trainer for beginners. Um, so the, the people I, I had worked with, a uh, few of the things, uh, again, I'll talk about the challenges and how you can overcome that. So a beginner challenge is always because I work with senior executive on their LinkedIn branding, job seekers who have never explored LinkedIn for job search or connecting with the people, one of the major challenges that they are not content creator. They are not people who are comfortable in coming on social media and talking about themselves. It's as simple as that. So forget about talking about profession or talk uh, like talking on any topic. So that is basically where the imposter syndromes comes in. And what is imposter syndrome that you, uh, you hesitate, uh, in, in, in creating and talking about yourself that uh, why should I talk about myself? Why should I talk about the knowledge that I have? Why should I talk about the professional stories that I have? Uh, people uh, might not be interested in it. Probably I'm not perfect to share that. So basically all of these uh, self-limiting beliefs stop you in, in, in exploring the digital world. So basically coming on whether it be linked in beginners always have um, this imposter syndrome of starting on any digital platform because they are not earning bread and butter from it like like you and I we earn bread and butter from it so we are very comfortable even if you're not comfortable we'll tune ourselves um, to get comfortable with it because ultimately we know that what we are selling is a digital service so the people uh, who, are, who are job seekers or who are entrepreneurs, um, that's the first challenge, imposter syndrome. So first I will say how you can overcome the imposter syndrome. So the first step in, in that, uh, that you should uh, start with the mindset part. You have, and the mindset part is that you always have to learn the needs of your audience. Um, and once you learn the needs of your audience, you have to answer accordingly and then you will be heard. So if as a job seeker, your audience pain point and your audience attention in, 
is digitally. So you have to hear that need and adapt your marketing strategy or your job sales strategy or your entrepreneurial strategy to be on LinkedIn. So first is the mindset, retrain your mindset that you are coming on social media or any digital form to get in front of the right people to ultimately get the job or to ultimately get the lead. When you start with the mindset piece, the motivation itself will come because that's just a tool to get that uh, get thing, what you're working for. So first is that um, start with the mindset piece that is just a tool. You're not coming on LinkedIn or any other social media platform to become an influencer. It's, it's not that. <laughs> you're just coming to connect with your audience so that you can get that opportunity to achieve uh, your goal. So first is the mindset piece. Uh, the second thing is that, okay, now you're ready. Uh, let's, okay, Khatija, what should I write about? Uh, I'm not perfect. I don't know. I'm not a copywriter. Um, I don't have that communication flow just the way you have. I'm not comfortable with video just the way you are. So how should I do? I want to do it. I'm motivated, but how should I do it? So I always start, uh, say to these professionals who are just coming on LinkedIn to get in front of right audience that just be yourself, uh, just start with whatever you think of. Um, start with text. If you think that you cannot do visuals, fine. You can, you do, you're not comfortable in putting up your, or your visuals, fine. Because I had one of my clients uh, he, he is not at all comfortable putting his picture out there. So he said, it's fine. I, I'm fine in putting up my picture on the display profile picture of LinkedIn profile, but I'm not comfortable in putting up my act, in action pictures uh, on LinkedIn. I was like, okay, let's start with text. So he started with text and we intentionally worked on the content topics that he should write around so that he, so whoever reads it, consider him a thought leader in that space. Mm. So um, he started with text, uh, text, then he elevated like uh, within two months, he elevated and he got comfortable in sharing um, uh, stock images, basically not himself, but stock imagery. So he elevated to um, text plus visual Still, he hasn't reached video point of view. But what I'm trying to say, uh, uh, try to overcome imposter syndrome with the mindset part. Second, uh, start with whatever you are comfortable with. Keep your content topics very, very intentional uh, around your professional goals. So if you are a job seeker, your professional goal is to get that first job here in Canada um, with the right impression to impress the right industry specific people if it's linked in. So start creating intentional content topics, which make them believe that you are a thought leader in whatever job title you're targeting. Let's say social media strategies. So your content should not be about motivational quotes. <laughs> it should not be. Why? Um, Those are the best. Big, big, Those are easy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so you have to think about basic three content topics, uh, which help your audience, your employers solve certain pain points in social media strategy uh, space. So uh, content topics needs to be intentional, uh, which makes people think of you as a thought leader or as a solution provider for the job title. Um, and then um, slowly and gradually, like after intentional building of content, move towards connecting with the right people. Um, that's another big uh, challenge beginners have. Uh, okay, Khatija, we have made our mind. We have started creating content. We have uh, we have optimized our LinkedIn profile, but uh, I don't know how to 
connect, connect with people yeah. uh, how to network with people okay i've sent them a customized invite uh, what should i do to start the conversation so um, there are few things that can be done digitally to nurture the relationship again it goes back to the value mindset uh, but i will leave this uh, these <laughs> nurturing strategies for a later questions again i'm very full of passion i want to give the how to content in this brief <laughs> podcast but um, these are the three things i would say for a beginner to do overcome imposter syndrome with the mindset part you are not here to become an influencer second is that start with uh, start creating posts because linkedin is but as ultimately a social media platforms you have to feed the algorithm to give you that scaling um, of your digital presence so you have to create content so it's creating content or posts uh, not only impress the linkedin bot but also it impress the linkedin human because you're creating a thought leadership in their mind and and start with text go to text plus visual and video whichever you're comfortable and the third piece is that uh, create intentional content topics not any content intentional content topics around uh, your professionals and third reach out to people uh, uh, with the intent of a sustainable relationship building so these are few advices to beginner job seekers yeah 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 Excellent. So, so this is wow. I'm, I'm, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm taking notes. Like, I, like I'm, I'm a beginner, right? Like, I, I come into these conversation with beginner's mind. Like, I don't know anything, and, and kind of build on it. And as you were speaking, it got me thinking around, you know, what it was like for us at the beginning. So we didn't get here. Um, you know, we didn't start off this way. So I, I want people to know who are listening is, you know, we we didn't get to a point where we are today. Uh, you know, like this, we didn't get there in yeah, a second, yeah. we got there over time, yeah. right? And yeah, uh, yeah. I know when I was, you know, watching you initially putting out initial content, I saw some of the posts that you put out. And then eventually you graduated and elevated yourself to video content creation, right? Which is, I believe where we're both at today, right? So we're, I, and actually to tell the truth, you know, I, I did video content because I, I didn't like writing. <laughs> So I didn't like the actual <laughs> writing piece of it. Yeah. So yeah, I would yeah. do video because I just found it easier. But now I do both. So, um, yeah. but but it's great that you know it is a progression. And and the thing is, as a job seeker, the one thing you need to do is really show your expertise. And you know the one question I've heard from from uh, from candidates and job seekers is you know only if they knew me, right? You know, if people got mm -hmm. to know me, then they would know that I'm the right person for the organization. I'm a right person for this role. And mm -hmm. the beauty is, and what you may not realize is LinkedIn is the place to get people to know you before they actually get to know you. So, you know, you talked about adding value and nurturing and, and I love it because you and I, we both share the same values and in and around this topic. You know, if you're not adding value and it's all about just me, 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 wanting, 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 taking, 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 yeah. I, I can tell you right now, and I know you're going to agree with this, nothing's going to happen for you on this platform. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much going to be a dead stop. So, you know, you talked about reaching out and nurturing relationships and, and I'd love to get your perspective around how do you reach out to executives when... You, you, you've never done that before, right? So for, for a lot of the people that I hear from and maybe some of the people listening, you know, speaking to somebody, especially for people who are from other parts of the world where speaking to, you know, 
higher level people inside the organization is considered a no, no. Um, what would you recommend to those people in, in order to take that very first step? I know you talked about mindset a little bit, but if you could just expand on what else they could do in terms of adding value to, you know, an executive inside of an organization, you know, I talk about reaching out to CEOs, what could they do to, to make that connection and really offer value in that space? Okay, uh, John, I'll answer that question with a scenario because uh, I believe uh, audience connect with storytelling and scenarios. So I'll take an example, like I had a goal and based on that goal, I had to connect with few senior executive people. Like I'm talking about C-suit people who are really very busy. Uh, and sometimes they are so busy that they don't have time to be on social media. But again, um, I did the filtering out process and identified that, okay, these are active LinkedIners. So, uh, um, uh, so based on that, uh, what I had and um, what I practice is a value mindset. And this piece, which, which is my own coin term value mindset, and it was featured in one of a recent LinkedIn newsletters uh, by Andrew Siemens. He's a senior news editor. He saw it and he, he, he featured an extract of it. And what I, I say when you say, uh, when I say that job seekers or any business professional needs to have a value mindset is that you are here to serve your audience with value value and you should not have any expectations in the first phase so basically it's about simple relationship building like it just like any relationship uh, you don't trust a stranger um, so and that that trust on a stranger happens over a period of time in some layers when he or she shows mutual care and respect Around your needs. That's when you get convinced, okay, he is here for long term. He really cares for me. I should, uh, I will remember his name. He show more care and respect and serve me around my pain points. I would be like, oh my God, he's going over and beyond. I will not only remember his name, I will like him. Then he continues with that value mindset of giving value around my professional or personal needs. I will literally move from liking to trusting him. That's exactly how relationship happens in person. And that's how online relationship building is the value mindset. So, uh, what I'm trying to say, exhibit value mindset when you're reaching out to any senior executive. So going back to the case scenario, I practice this value mindset in reaching out to this uh, CMO that I was interacting with. I literally researched about her, um, about her personal interest, about her professional interest, and I wrote them down. I wrote them down. I literally, whatever digitally was available online about her professional journey, like five years down the lane, 10 years down the lane, what was her story? What was her path? So, so when that gives me insights on how she is in terms of personal values, anything which can be of commonality between us, anything which I, which inspires me, these are great topics to do that ice breaking when you reach out to this person and nothing is much better than an emotional connect when you reach out as a stranger whether in personal or online so what i did i researched about uh, this uh, c executive person and i wrote a highly customized piece of communication which is basically connection request like linkedin has 300 characters so i had to be really crisp and short um, so i i did a highly 
customized piece of connection request where I connected with her deeply by telling a piece of her professional storytelling, which, which acted as inspiration to me. Then I told her specifically why I want to connect with her. And right now, as a stranger, I'm not asking anything. I am getting connected to her with the mindset of learning from her career path. And then um, with a salutation message, I end that 300 character. It's a difficult <laughs> task to fit in everything in 300 characters uh, of LinkedIn connection. But I did that. So that did the wonders. She immediately connect, She uh, accepted that. And that's where the, my LinkedIn nurturing of relationships started. So as a stranger, I interacted with her. I literally followed her digital footprint. I interacted with her wherever she was, whether it be the LinkedIn group, whether it be her post, whether it be her commenting on somebody else's post. And that's the beauty of LinkedIn that you don't need uh, to uh, like, uh, apart from this case scenario, you don't need to be connected to someone to do the digital footprinting because their activity is visible to you, even as a follower. But in this case, she has accepted my connection request. I literally followed her digital footprints. I e-conversed with her through communication, uh, comment communication and through in-mail communication, serving her around her professional and personal needs. And I did this over a period of three to four weeks. So I had by the time of fourth week, I had like 20 to 30 digital interactions with her. With her. Uh, and these were thoughtful interactions. These were not fliffy, fl fluffy, blandy uh, comment communication. Thank you for sharing with me. That's great. Do the salutation, but leave a thoughtful, meaningful uh, uh, thought remark that you have whatever like for example the content is around let's say uh, she is basically in branding field so if she's interacting with um, uh, branding content and she's going and commenting i will go and comment um, related to whatever is being discussed so uh, so basically i did thoughtful comment communication and thoughtful and meaningful in-mail um, communication where I send her blog pieces around her personal interests, which I did in the research part. So through all of these things, um, she remembered my name and I'm, I'm feeling she kind of and, and she fall, she came to my LinkedIn profile as well, because LinkedIn shows uh, in the profile views who has visited your profile. So she she I, I attracted her to my LinkedIn profile. So in, in short, um, uh, we started the conversation and now I'm connecting with her over a virtual coffee chat. So that's how you do relationship building. That's how you nurture relationship. And that's how all the job seekers should use LinkedIn to connect with the people uh, and express their professional goals when it's the right time. Yeah, no, excellent. It's, I, I don't know about the listeners, but if you're not taking, if you don't have like four, I'm trying to scribble everything onto a single page because I got so many notes I'm taking here, but there's so much rich content in here and, and I hope you guys can see it and hear it because as you're going through this, I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should try that for the next time I, I reach out. I, I, and, and I'm with you 100%. So I know there's going to be a question in and around, and we'll try to keep this brief because we are, we're getting to the end of the podcast. Um, but in terms of should I go professional or do I keep the standard LinkedIn account? Because you talked about things like in-mail and, and things like that. What's your recommendation? What, what would you suggest to people as they're going through their job search? 
Okay, I would say it all goes around your goal. So if you're a job seeker, you want to use LinkedIn as a tool to get in front of right industry specific people. So for example, I want a job as a social media strategist in let's say Bell Media, okay, hypothetically, okay. So um, I have to uh, do everything that I do for my online professional brand building around that goal. So my LinkedIn needs to be professional, um, saying that I'm the stellar social media strategist with deep, disease, technical and soft skill. My content needs to be around that topic. People I'm approaching needs to be around that. So use LinkedIn as a tool and all the strategies and tactics as a tool to achieve your long-term goal. So uh, LinkedIn is again, uh, whatever you do on any social media needs to be tied back to the goal. So if your goal is professional, keep it professional. If it's personal, keep it personal. Okay. So, so should you, sorry. So when I say professional, so I actually, what I meant to say, should you go LinkedIn premium or can you just use a regular okay. standard account? Okay. Sorry, okay. my bad, my okay. bad. I, I used the wrong terminology there. Okay. So basically um, that's one of a frequently asked question, John, which comes to me when I keep speak um, in a lot of platforms i gave that as an example uh, um, like uh, one of my connections hamad says that it's like when you go for premium membership it's like renting a big space in a very expensive mall so uh, when you go for renting a place you keep all your tools ready that as soon as the first day of uh, like they give the key you literally go with all your I mean, like all your tools, uh, dress up your shop and you're ready to sell. So going back with the same example, um, you, uh, I always recommend use the free version to uh, optimize your LinkedIn profile, to create a little bit of content around your thought leadership and then go rent that space uh, and go for the premium membership uh, because premium membership do help uh, when it comes to connecting with people because it has few add-ons like you can send in mail to anyone you don't need to be connected with them and linkedin uh, algorithm also favors uh, premium memberships when it comes to even searches linkedin searches so uh, my my suggestion to your question would be use free uh, account uh, to uh, preparing your linkedin home uh, and then go for premium membership when it comes to when you're ready with your home and you're ready to host the party and connecting with people <laughs> Great. I, I love the analogy. Essentially, let's get dressed before we go to the party, not go to yeah. the party and then get dressed, right? So yes. uh, <laughs> I love it. So, and that's great because it is a question that gets asked a lot. Should I go this way? Should I go that way? And you're right. So it does. And, and you don't have to keep the premium for a long time. So as a job yeah. seeker, if, if, you know, if you're doing it right and you're following a lot of the instruction that Khadija is talking about, you don't need it for more than a month, right? Like for four yes. weeks, you keep it and then you can end your premium membership. So that's fantastic. So that's great. Yeah. So, you you know, sorry, is there something else you wanted to add? Could yes, I just wanted to add here that also LinkedIn offers one month of free uh, premium um, trial period. So you can always explore and go and see uh, once your home is ready, then go and explore that one month of trial period. And if you see it is really helping you in connecting with the right people, in coming in front of the right people, then probably you can go into the paid second month and the third month. And once you have achieved your goal that you have landed a referral to the first job here in Canada, you can you can unsubscribe it yeah. and, and then explore. And, and I just want to mention over here, LinkedIn is an evolving um, platform. So similarly, your personal brand goals will evolve. So 
customize your LinkedIn presence based on your evolving professional goals. So probably your goal might be right now to get into a job, but tomorrow you want to be an entrepreneur, your goals change. So uh, evolve uh, your LinkedIn storytelling based on your evolving professional goals. It's not one time done thing. You can always change that. Yeah. And, and actually, and, and you know, you talked about, you know, getting your first job going into entrepreneurship, but it's also around, you know, growing yourself inside of an organization. So as you're yeah, evolving yeah. within the organization, your profile is evolving with you. Yeah. And yeah, this way yeah. you're keeping track of some of the successes that you had. You're keeping track of what you've done. You're keeping your profile up to date this way, you know, and, and the way I, I describe it to people, your LinkedIn is essentially you coming to the interview room without you being there. And people get yeah, a really good indication yeah. of who you are before you show up. And, and really, that's what it's all yes. about. Okay, yes. so great. So you've given us some, some really rich and, and really great content. So thank you for that, Katija. So is there anything that you've got going on or anything like if people wanted to follow you, if people wanted to learn about you, if you've got any sort of projects on the go, I, I'd love it if you could just share with our audience here. Sure. Before I go into it, another another beautiful idea just popped up. Um, job seekers can also use LinkedIn um, to to impress the recruiters. Like uh, like LinkedIn is basically uh, undisputed tool which recruiters and hiring managers use uh, to vet you as a candidate as well. So I think so. And they ultimately, as soon as the resume come in front of they, they quickly go to LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a beautiful platform, even not only to connect, because I have been talking about connecting and nurturing with the right people. It is a beautiful tool to stand, make yourself stand out, even the pack of resumes that you're competing with. So just an addition over there. Okay, uh, what, am I, uh, what, what, is, what are my upcoming projects and what am I up to? Uh, it, it's a lot which, which I am into right now, but uh, ultimately um, for, for the immediate future, which is basically December and then 2021 January, I am uh, announcing my online group, uh, LinkedIn online group coaching programs, and they are specifically for job seekers. And I'm serving newcomers to Canada, pre-arrival immigrants and transitional job seeker audience. So um, these online group coaching programs are, are for, for uh, job seekers. So uh, you can visit my website. It's learn.khatijakureshi.com to get more information about these online group coaching programs. And these are monthly group coaching programs that I do. So that is something which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So I will make sure that I include the link in the show notes so people can get a quick access to it uh, and they can go visit your site. And, and personally, I know I follow you. There's a lot of great content and information in there. Just watching some of your content and some of the tips that you've been sharing with the community, which has been fantastic. So Katija, I just wanted to say thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, I know we kind of went over on time here, but there was just so much. I didn't want to stop you yeah. because I'm like, I, I still want to <laughs> learn more. There's just so many things uh, that I personally took away and I'm, I'm pretty heavy user of LinkedIn. So it's great to just learn all these additional things. So thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate you being here and sharing some of your knowledge and wisdom with everybody. Thank you for having me, John. It's just the tip of the iceberg I have shared with you. I'm so full of passion around this topic uh, that I really want every job seeker to use LinkedIn the right way with the right impression because right now a lot of job seekers are using it, but in the wrong way. Uh, that's why they're not hearing from the decision makers. So I really, really want to empower 
job seekers to use LinkedIn the right way. Uh, so it's a pleasure to be here and empowering through your podcast, the job seeker audience. It's a true pleasure here. Thank you. And you're right. Like this is just the tip of the iceberg. And I know once people get into some of your content and what you're doing online, they're going to learn even more. So thank you everybody for listening into this episode of the Canadian Job Search Podcast. And we will talk to you next time.